Welcome to The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. Together, we will journey through self-discovery and fulfillment in life. Here's your host, Jan Jones. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to The Good Good Life. I am your host, Jan Jones, and you know I am so grateful for you, but I just got to tell you, thank you for joining me today. Are you awake, alert, alive, enthusiastic? I am. I'm telling you, for me, if you're listening live, it is a Friday and I have had a wonderfully chaotic week, but um, I'm really glad it's Friday and I'm just pumped full of energy and adrenaline and exuberance. And I hope you are too. In fact, just take a deep breath. I want to know, what are you visualizing right now? Have you been able to shut out all of the noise? Are you seeing all the beauty around you? Are you recognizing your blessings even amidst all the trials and challenges? Are you seeing the impact that you have on the world? I am. I know you are having an impact and I want you to know that you are valued and you are loved. You know, I um, I was getting a sandwich with Jim. I don't even know what day it was. It might have been last weekend. And we ran into Schlotsky's to get a sandwich. And the woman greeted us with, how can I make your day lots better? And I'm about to make your day lots better with some corny jokes. All right. Who's ready to laugh a little? Why did the Scarecrow win an award? Because he was outstanding in his field. Okay. Here's the next one. What do you call a pony with a sore throat? A little horse. <laughs> okay. Anyway, and here's my last one. Why are elevator jokes so good? Because they work on many levels. Yes, hopefully you're laughing or rolling your eyes or at least doing something that is happy and making you giggle a little bit and wonder what is going on in Jan's head when she shares all these silly little jokes. But I have to tell you, someone I was talking with this week actually repeated one of my jokes. She heard it on the show and it just warmed my heart. So hopefully you're going out there and, you know, spreading a little laughter with these jokes. Okay, let's get down to business because as usual, I have got so much on my heart that I want to share with you. So last week, and, and here's what I want to do. I want to continue our discussion about encouragement. Last week, and if you didn't listen, that's okay. You can listen later. We talked about going from discouraged to encouraged and igniting the exuberance within you. And I gave you five practical ways that you can really choose encouragement. Remember, we said disappointments are inevitable, but discouragement is a choice. So I told you all to start talking to yourself and practice some positive self-talk. There is power in speaking out something that is good. Tell me something good. Okay, that just totally entered into my mind. The second way I told you to uh, encourage yourself was celebrate your small victories and celebrate often. Practice gratitude. Notice all of the wonderful things in your life. Use that visualization and reorganize your life. Okay, I just wanted to remind you of what we talked about last week because hopefully you have been implementing some or all of those ways to encourage yourself. 
And you're feeling more and more exuberance. You've got all this zest and zeal, and it's just overflowing you in you, and you don't know what to do. I'm going to tell you what to do. We're going to put it out there in the world today, and we are going to talk about taking our encouragement to others and answering the call to encourage. Why is this so important? I want to tell you why. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Because you may be thinking, seriously, Jan, I'm still working on the last episode's list of how to encourage myself. And now you want me to boost other people's confidence and you want me to encourage them where I'm still working on me? Yes. Yes, I do. Because that is the beauty of all of this. One of the best ways to stay encouraged is to encourage. Encouraging words can ignite a spark of energy for any of us, especially when we're feeling low or discouraged or we're lacking some motivation. Even a simple smile from a friend, colleague, or um, a, a co-worker of any type, a neighbor, this can be an acknowledgement that we're not alone and that someone sees us and they have our back. Now, at first glance, at first hearing this, these little micro moments, they may not seem very significant or hold a lot of importance. You may think that, but we can never underestimate the power of encouragement. Just let that one wash over you. You know, I like for words to just wash over you. I feel like I just get, you know, flooded with positivity and tools and techniques and just being equipped to be the best that I can be. And I don't want you to ever underestimate this power that encouragement has. So, like I said, last week we talked about how to encourage ourselves And it helps us. It helps us find confidence and to do things that we might not normally even dream of doing. And it motivates us to go further and further and further and further in our life and live on purpose. So this is exactly why we need to choose that encouragement and not discouragement. But today we're taking all of that exuberance and we're going to put it towards others. So I want you to think of like a superhero because you are a superhero and, you know, there's so many superheroes. I could never begin to name them all, but Superman, Iron Man, Captain America, Wonder Woman. I mean, there's just so many superheroes, but you, my friends, after today, You're going to be the encourager. That is going to be your superhero name. All right. So let's get into just a little bit. You know, I like to give you the why behind why something is important and why we need to practice this encouragement to others. Okay. So one reason it's so important is because of personal growth. When we acknowledge the potential within someone else, we contribute to their personal development. Our belief in their capabilities can inspire them to set higher goals and to step out of their comfort zone and to embrace new challenges. So personal growth is a reason this is so important. Another reason is confidence, boosting other people's confidence. Validation and belief from others play a crucial role in building self-confidence. And by recognizing someone's potential, we instill 
a sense of self-worth and confidence in their abilities. And this increased self-assurance can really empower them to pursue dreams with, you know, this is kind of my word for the last two weeks, exuberance and enthusiasm. So this is exactly why I wanted to call this show called To Encourage. So boosting confidence is another reason that this is really important. Motivation. Just knowing that someone believes in their potential can be a really powerful motivator for people. It provides them with that extra push that they need sometimes to overcome obstacles and setbacks. And as they are driven by the knowledge that their efforts are valued and they could actually reach some goals and attain these accomplishments. And really, it started with your encouragement giving them motivation. So we've got some growth, we've got confidence, we've got motivation. Another reason is positive relationships. Recognizing that potential, again, in other people, it really fosters and it cultivates positive interactions. It strengthens relationships by creating an environment of trust and respect and collaboration. People are more likely to engage in healthy and supportive relationships when they feel that their potential is acknowledged and appreciated. So positive relationships is another reason why this is so important. Unlocking innovation and creativity. I mean, think about it. You know that I know, and I like to remind every single one of you that we all, every person, possesses unique talents and strengths and skills and perspectives. I mean, everyone has a different lens to the world, right? And so recognizing all of this amazingness, I don't know if that's a word, but I just used it, recognizing all of that and other people really encourages them to bring it, like let's all bring it, bring that creativity and bring those ideas to the table. And then this big diversity of thought and talents and strengths and perspectives and skills and ideas, it just leads to really innovative and creative solutions. Um, so this is another reason why we are called to encourage. We need more innovation and creativity. We've got to figure out how to live our challenging times together and come up with some new ways to get over it. And it starts with encouragement. And there's a couple more reasons why this is so important. And it's about community. You really creating a supportive community because when we are acknowledging other people and what they do and their perspectives and we're nurturing that like within an entire community and this can spread and then you have this culture of mutual encouragement i think about it when you inspire someone through your encouragement and you motivate them and they're growing and they have more self-esteem, it actually makes them want to do it as well. So you're creating this entire community and culture where people feel supportive and they actually are helping other people grow into their own success. So by encouraging others, 
We're not threatened by someone else's success. We're creating an environment where we would celebrate another person's victory because maybe it's not our time, but our time will come and we're going to get there through encouraging one another. So creating this supportive community is another reason this is so important. And then it changes the world. Everyone, I want you, if you, if you, if you haven't just like, connected to all the other reasons. This is the big one. It changes the world. It's not just about encouraging one person. There is really that ripple effect. Like I was saying in creating supportive community, you know, it's, it's such a broad range that your encouragement can begin a movement And then you've got people contributing, people being creative and really advancements in all kinds of fields and industries. Encouragement changes the world. In essence, really, recognizing potential within others is really about acknowledging their worth, supporting their journey and creating an environment where people can thrive, not just individually, but collectively. It really is a catalyst for positive change. Now, think about it. As a leader, a parent, or a teacher, the ability to encourage is an essential part of influencing other people. And we need positive influence for other people. Our encouragement demonstrates our love for and our belief in those that we care about. But regardless of what your relationship is to someone else, giving encouragement reassures them that they do have the ability to do something. And guess what? It gives hope. You all know that I just want you to always be filled with hope. Hope is the only emotion that is stronger than fear. I can't say it enough. We need to be defined by our hope and not our hurt. So without encouragement, people are really less likely to pursue any of their dreams. And they're certainly not going to do it with energy and dedication because they don't have the encouragement to do it. They may not even begin, but we are, we are going to start when, yep, say it loud, say it proud. Now we are going to start now and I am going to give you Listen to this. I know it's a big number, but I think we can do it. I'm going to give you 12 practical ways that you can be the encourager. That's your superhero name. Don't forget it. Wear it proud. Put it on your, put it on your, uh, on your, uh, clothes somewhere, write it, stick it on a sticky note, put it on your mirror, put it in your car, put it on your desk, your computer. You are the encourager. All right. So I want to go ahead and start this list of ways that you can be an encourager. And the reason I wanted to give you so many multiple practical ways is I want you to Find what works for you. Combine them all. I mean, it just depends on situations, on what skills you want to lean into. So here we go. The number one way that you can be an encourager is to praise effort and progress. No matter how small, praising others' attempts, their efforts, and their achievements lets them know that you admire what they've done. 
It makes them feel valued, respected, and appreciated. And it motivates them to achieve and to try for more. So it is very similar to us for ourselves, celebrating often, breaking big goals down into smaller chunks so we see the achievements. But we need to do that for other people. Praise their effort. It really is about effort, right? We may not hit the mark every time, but we want to recognize that, hey, I see you. You've made some progress. I'm really proud of you. Look at what you've done. Do you even see where you started and where you are now? And then they're like, oh, no, I didn't realize it. Maybe I could take this further. So number one practical way is praise, effort, and progress. Number two, accompany them. Join them. Go with them. For kids, having their parents or family members and family friends come to their sporting events or the Christmas play or the dance recital, it is important encouragement to accompany them, to be there, to be in their very presence. Because just being there equals encouragement. So, you know, you you add being there to some heartfelt words afterwards, like, you nailed it. That was so awesome. I'm so proud of you. I mean, that just takes the, the being there to the next level. Uh, honestly, I can tell you, personally. And I bet you all have some amazing stories of when you were really going through something hard, something scary. And sometimes all we really need to be able to face something really hard and to do something really hard is to have someone by our side. Think about it. I will tell you, um, you all know I'm a double organ transplant recipient. If you don't know, now you do. <laughs> you can go back and listen to episode one and you'll hear a lot more of the story. But I have to go through some scary things. I'm actually walking through one right now. And Jim does not let me go to one appointment by myself. I mean, he will rearrange and juggle his work schedule to go with me. And Jim is my wonderful husband. So I, I feel stronger with him there. Um, you all know that my brother, who has now passed away, he suffered from um, alcoholism. And I would take him to AA meetings sometimes, just hoping to give him a little strength and encouragement and, and wait for him while he was facing this very hard thing. I went with a friend one time a few years ago. Her dog was very sick and near death, and they had to put the dog to sleep. And so I went with her, you know, just being there with her to do that. When I was going through my transplant evaluations, oh, my goodness. Of course, I had not met Jim yet, but and my dad had passed away. My mom, uh, she was everywhere with me. And, and we had to travel sometimes to go to different hospitals in different states, trying to get on every transplant wait list that we could so that hopefully I was going to continue to live. And when my mom couldn't go, oh, our dearest, dearest, wonderful family friend, Jane, I remember she drove me over to Atlanta for one of my evaluations. My Aunt Brenda drove me. I was getting so sick and I couldn't go by myself. 
My Aunt Brenda drove me over to Atlanta for another evaluation at a hospital over there. When I was going to Nashville to a hospital up there, my cousins, Don and Danielle, I mean, they let us stay with them. Don drove us in to the hospital the morning of my evaluation. I mean, you know, I think about the strength that I drew from the encouragement, and y'all know me, here I go crying, but I'm so grateful that there were people there to accompany me in really hard times. So this is a way that we can encourage others. All right, I'm going to straighten up. I got a long list to get through. Um, number three of my list is to be positive and uplifting. You, all you got to do is turn on the news lately, and we're really bombarded with people pointing out what's wrong. There's a lot of judgment. I mean, social media can get a little mean and nasty, right? But give encouragement, and this is all about being positive and uplifting, give encouragement for positive actions not criticism for the lack of it. And you will make people feel better about themselves. They are more likely to accomplish things that they wouldn't be able to do otherwise. So think about it. Instead of complaining and pointing out what everyone is not doing, start looking for the right actions, the positive actions. And that's how you can be positive and uplifting to others. Because when people are discouraged, they really are more likely to give in to temptation. But when people are encouraged, they are more likely to resist temptation. Discouraged people cave in. Think about that. Addictions, unhealthy relationships, that outburst that you may have sometimes or you've seen someone else have and, you know, you regret that later. A lot of times people give in to the temptation of an addiction because they feel so discouraged. They go back to that unhealthy relationship because they are discouraged. They act out of character because they are discouraged. So be the encourager and uplift people for what you see that they're doing right. Okay, um, I am going to give one more and then we're going to take a short break. But don't go anywhere right now. I'm, I want to tell you about this one. Number four on my list is to give positive, specific feedback. So what someone knows about their own strengths and their own weaknesses, it's just not always the same as what others see and appreciate. So knowing that you value them helps them to see their own value as well. So giving some positive but specific feedback, make it specific. Don't just say, Hey, great job. You should say things like, um, oh, I think you handled that project so well, even in spite of this challenge and that challenge and this challenge. You got over all of those, you know, just really letting them know that you see them or, you know, to kids. I love the way that you really helped your sister or your brother today. You know, being specific with the positive feedback really helps to encourage others, no matter what age you are. Okay, so I think this is a great place. We've gotten a, a good chunk of the practical ways to be an encourager. So let's take a very, very short break, and I'm going to come back and give you the rest of this list, and we're going to send our exuberance out into the world. So don't go anywhere. We will be right back.
Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. Are you ready to ignite your passion and purpose for life? Make sure you join Jan Jones each week for the Good Good Life podcast. Each week, Jan will share her expertise and insights into personal development as well as spiritual growth discoveries. From the challenges in the valleys to the victories on the mountaintops, Jan has persevered through all of them with unwavering faith and joy. Life is full of possibilities, and Jan wants to walk with you as you discover those possibilities and unleash your full potential. Rekindle the spark inside of you and rejoice in the good, good life with Jan Jones, where we will all love living and live loving. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Welcome back to The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. If you have a question or want to share your story with Jan or her guests, feel free to join us on the show at 888-346-9141. That's 888-346-9141. Now back to the show with Jan. Welcome back, everyone. We are talking about practical ways that you can be an encourager and empower others. So let's keep going with this list. I gave you four ways. We're on number five, and this is give compliments freely. Don't ignore the nudge to tell something or tell someone something positive and uplifting, right? When you had lunch today, or if you go to lunch today, or if you go out to dinner one night, notice, was your server really attentive Say something and don't just tell them, tell their supervisor and their manager. Genuine compliments are incredibly encouraging. Number six, send a card or a letter or a text or a message of some sort to someone who needs it. Do you know someone who is going through a hard time right now? I bet you do. I bet we all do. Couldn't they use some encouragement? Send them a little note. And you know what I've learned? It does not have to be long. It doesn't have to be like some poetic message. It just needs to be, hey, I see you. I know you're going through something and I love you. And I want you to know that. So send notes, cards, letters. I told you um, our friends, Jane and Billy Ray, they're always sending us just incredibly encouraging, thoughtful, hey, I just thought of you today kind of cards. That's so much better than getting all the bills that we get. Okay, here we go. Number seven. Oh, we're moving right along. Number seven is exactly what you're doing right now. Listen, I I love it. See, you all are encouraging me every single week just by listening to me. So when you're in some individual interactions with people, just practice that active, empathic listening where the conversation is all about them and it is not about you. You listen, you ask questions about what they are talking about, and you just show that genuine interest in them. I'm telling you, to listen to someone and to give them their voice and their say, I mean, it 
it can be as powerful kind of metaphorically as giving someone oxygen that needs air. Because you know how it is when you have something to say and you keep trying and then they keep turning the conversation to them or they keep interrupting you and you're you're kind of like inhaling. You're like, but well, well, I was going to, you know how that is. And then finally someone's like, what were you going to say? And you're like, did y'all hear that? You just let it all out and they're there with you. So listening is so encouraging. Number Eight, show that you care. Getting through particularly tough times is a little easier when you have other people's encouragement. And think about it when people show you that they care. And it it definitely aligns and kind of holds hands with accompany them. That's a very specific practical way, but showing you care can come in so many different ways. I'll tell you when I lost my dad and you know, the ones that know me out there, I really was a daddy's girl, but I had so many of my closest friends that were calling me or text messaging me almost every day for a long time, you know, dropping off little gifts and just really pouring care and concern over me. And those loving actions and and all that showing me that they cared, it actually helped me every single day. And it encouraged me to continue doing other things that I needed to do. And what I really needed to do was to pour all of that over my mom. You know, I needed to show my mom how much I cared about her rather than just sitting and spiraling in my sadness and grief. So when people showed me they cared, I was able to show her I care. So show people that you care. I will tell you, I've got so many incredible friends at UAB because I met them in one of the worst times of my life. And that was in total renal failure. And because they showed how much they cared, oh my goodness, I've got incredible friends that walked that with me and they are still walking life with me. I have I have an aunt Brenda and I also have a cousin Brenda. My cousin Brenda was advocating during that time, telling people about my situation to see if anybody would be willing to give their kidney, which leads me to my Aunt Brenda and my Uncle Kip and so many other family members, friends, people I did not even know that were hearing my story, they were getting evaluated to give me a kidney. That is one of the most humbling experiences to think that someone would give me a kidney so that I could live and Talk about showing how much you care about someone. Now, I'm not saying you all have to go out there and get evaluated to give a kidney. But like I said, when I lost my dad, it's just all of these small acts of kindness that really demonstrate that you care. If you know someone that's going through something challenging, be the encouragement that they need. You know, show up with their favorite coffee or, you know, take them to their favorite coffee shop or tea or Coca-Cola, whatever, you know, bring them inspiring books or articles, you know, bake them some cookies or I'll tell you something that really shows how much you care is when you can be there and you can sit with them and you don't even have to say anything. All right. See, when I think about encouraging others and people that have done this to me, you see what it does to me. It just makes me overflow with wonderful emotion and gratitude. Okay. Here is another one. Number nine, 
I'm slowing down. I need to pick the pace back up, right? Number nine is follow up. This is how you can encourage people. When someone that you know is telling you about a tough time or they're just having a bad day or maybe they broke up with something or or with someone or maybe they have something exciting like an interview or, you know, some big event in their life. They had a baby or they just became a grandparent. I mean, whatever it is to continue to encourage them, you know, follow up with them. I will tell you, um, uh, Jim and I have got a, a group of friends and you all know who you are. It's our prayer group that started in COVID and we were all friends before, but now we are just family. And it is Susan and Ken and Jeff and Lee Ann. And I'm telling you, they all follow up with us constantly when they know that we're going through something. And I hope I do that for them. Um, but I probably need to be better. And following up is a way to be an encourager. All right. Number 10, notice when people encourage you. All right, so use other people's encouraging behavior as an example that you can follow. Um, You might not even be aware of it, but throughout our day, there are so many little moments when a friend or a family or a colleague does something to encourage you. So take stock of that. Take notice of that. Slow down a little bit and notice when people encourage you. Because when you are encouraged by someone else, remember and let them know when the encouragement has helped you. And then you try to do the same when you come across people each day. So number 10 leads me to number 11, which is to express gratitude. So Not only noticing when other people encourage you, but express gratitude to people in your life. Let them know how much you appreciate their contributions. Let your team members at work know. Let people know the positive impact that they've had on your life. And we talked about gratitude is a theme that comes up all the time. We need that attitude of gratitude and we need to be able to express to others how grateful we are to them. I hope you know every single one of you across this world. That's what I love about technology. It makes the world a little bit smaller and it connects us all. But I am grateful for you. I'm so grateful. It's because of you that I get to do this show every week. All right. So here's number 12. Are y'all doing the drum roll out there? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I hear it. I hear the drum roll. Smile. This is number 12. You're never fully dressed without a smile. All right. So, yes, I was an Annie when I was little. Um, that's a song from Annie, if y'all don't recognize it, because, you know, I haven't sung in a while, so I may have butchered it a little. But please never underestimate the power of a smile. I mean, Think about this. I mean, I love to smile to strangers and just really everyone I meet. And I think about people in my life that just always have a smile on their face. I mean, like my friends, Alfreda and Latanya, Michelle in St. Louis. I mean, I've got so many amazing friends, but they really pop into my mind when I think about every single time I see them, they just brighten me up because they're smiling. And I will tell you, Jim is getting ready to run a half marathon and I will be there. So let's imagine that he like looks at the crowd and he sees me and 
I give him that little nod, the little wink and the big smile. And I don't even have to say anything. I'm just like, you can do it, honey. But what if I had like a frown or a grimace on my face? I was like, well, don't break anything. And are you sure you're ready? And all this, like, that's not encouraging. You need to have a smile. And this is one of the greatest starting places of being an encourager. Ah, okay, so there's my list. Wow, we made it. And don't worry, I'm about to say it all again in case you missed one. I, I went through that fast, didn't I? Or is that just feeling fast to me? Okay, ways that you can live up to your superhero name of the encourager. I feel like there needs to be an echo right there. The encourager, encourager, encourager. Okay, number one, praise effort and progress in other people. Number two, accompany them. Be with them. Number three, be positive and uplifting. Number four, give positive, specific feedback. Number five, give compliments freely. Number six, send cards or letters or messages to people who need it. When someone, I'm going to pause here again, when someone enters your heart, when they just prick your heart, send them a little note, let them know. All right, that was number six. Number seven, listen. And I know you all are amazing at that. You're listening to me. Number eight, show you care. Number nine, follow up. Number 10, notice when people encourage you. Number 11, express gratitude. And number 12, smile. Okay, so let's let's put a bow on this show because I hope that you have really heard many ways that you want to really put your exuberance out into the world and fill other people up. You know, if you think about it, we've probably seen this. Because it can be easy to start out with this positive attitude and this mindset of I'm filled today, I'm encouraged. And then through a chain of events, through some negative people in your life, you can quickly slip into discouragement. You need to protect your mind, your thoughts, your self-talk, your positive outlook and attitude, you need to protect that so that you do not slip into that discouragement. Don't choose that. You know, we see it. We can actually like watch the, you know, the digression of other people slipping into discouragement, which is when da, 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 the encourager to the rescue, right? But my dad used to tell me growing up all the time when we would be talking about attitude and outlook and mindset. I mean, I've been having these kinds of conversations since I was a kid with my parents, but my dad used to say, it is easier for others to bring you down than it is to bring them up. And that's why I say protect your encouragement, but protect your ability to encourage others. Like, don't lose sight of how much power you have to change lives. I actually heard a story recently and there was this young man and, you know, in his late teens, early twenties, he was just a really, really negative 
soul. I mean, everything was wrong with the world. The government was terrible. Churches weren't even doing what they were supposed to do. Friends weren't real friends. I mean, work was always terrible. His boss was a jerk. I mean, you know, he was just one of those kind of guys when he was really young. And then fast forward, when he hit about 50, he became like the most encouraging, positive man. And someone asked him, you know, what What was the shift? What caused you to change so much? And he said that when he was about 50, he was in a church and he joined this uh, Bible study with a group of men. And they all collectively made a commitment to call every single week with something encouraging. Now, they didn't all call one another. It's not like we have all the time in the world to call like 20 people every single day. But what they did is they created this like call tree system. So no one in that group went a week without receiving a call from someone telling them something encouraging and showing them support if they were going through something hard. And it changed his life. It changed his focus. He started noticing all of the positive things in life and it helped him manage and deal with the negative. This is not about ignoring the negative and the struggles that we have. We all have struggles, but you know, we all have temptations, but when we have encouragement, it changes our life. We have the power to change other people's lives, which in turn changes the world. You know, we need to have our own self-talk, but we also need to hear the words from other people. We need our own positive self-talk, but we need to hear those words from other people. And we need to be the ones to do that for other people. Encouraging others transforms lives. First Thessalonians 5.11 says, therefore, encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. Encourage is to call to one's side, to help console or strengthen, to instill courage in another person in courage. Here's my question. How do you plan to answer the call to be more encouraging today? How are you going to change the world? Thank you for joining me. I cannot wait to be with you again. I've got some great guests coming in September in the next few weeks, so don't miss them. And until next time, you enjoy this good, good life while you are loving, living, and you are living, loving. I'll be with you soon. Have a great one, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of The Good Good Life with Jan Jones. We hope today was meaningful for your personal journey. We'll be back next week. Until then, continue to love living and live loving.